the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Dennis Prager Show, Sans Dennis Prager. Well, my apologies for the absence of the brilliant Dennis Prager, but uh, I'm going to do my best to fill the void for the next three hours here on the Salem Radio Network. Welcome. My name is Bob France. You may have heard me before. I sit in for Dennis from time to time, as well as for Larry Elder, Hugh Hewitt, and others. And uh, I really appreciate you giving me a chance to uh, talk with you and listen to, not just talk to, but listen to you here on the Dennis Prager Show. I'm live in the relieffactor.com studios of my home base, which is AM 1420, The Answer, in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, I'm sitting in my own little studio. I have no one around me, and I'm wondering if I should, per the patriotic instructions of Joe Biden, should I be wearing a mask? Kind of like Joe Biden in his own little studio, his own little room with nobody else around, on a Zoom call with the rest of the world leaders on climate change. And you've got, I don't know, how many were on that Brady Bunch screen? Probably in two, three, four, roughly 12, 13, 14 people. No masks because they realize it's silly to wear a mask when you're by yourself. It's silly to protect whom from your own germs, particularly your vaccinated germs <laughs> in a room by yourself. But the one guy didn't get the memo. Joe Biden. Joe Biden wore the mask. Did you see that last week? About a week and a half now. Did you see it? Joe Biden, on a Zoom call, thought that maybe, despite his own vaccination, he might project droplets that could somehow, I don't know, go through the screen and penetrate, maybe through, through the microphone and go through the fiber optic cables that connect the world uh, digitally and maybe come out the screen and the speakers of the other world leaders? Is that, is that why he, he embarrassed himself and projected weakness to the rest of the world? Weakness and fear? Is that why he did that? I'm just, I, I literally don't know the answer. I've been searching for it ever since I saw that. Why is Joe Biden wearing a mask on a Zoom call? It's like asking someone why they are wearing a mask when they're driving their car by themselves. Windows up, no one else around. Who are you afraid of infecting? Or whom are you afraid of becoming infected by? I'll never understand that. Wednesday night, two nights ago, Joe Biden also projected weakness and fear to the rest of the world when he did his first joint session of Congress address. And he showed up there in a room full, not even full, let me rephrase, in a room one-quarter to one-half full of members of Congress 
one sitting member of the Supreme Court, Chief Justice John Roberts, sat for all nine because, well, we can't have all nine of them here, even if they have all been vaccinated. But anyway, a quarter to a half full room of vaccinated people, and he shows up in a mask. Nancy Pelosi sitting behind him in a mask. Kamala rhymes with communist Harris in a mask. And when he began the session, he elbow bumped the vice president. He elbow bumped the speaker of the house. No handshaking, despite CDC acknowledgement that surface and hand to hand uh, contact and transmission is next to nothing. It's all about airborne. But that's why we get vaccinated, right? So he projects the weakness to the rest of the world, and in particular to his country. He was asked about that in an interview he did post-first address about his 100 days with NBC's Craig Melvin. Krabian, the multimedia marketplace. Uh, We didn't need to hear that, so my apologies. We have to log out and back in again, and we will do so. No, it's okay. We got it. We got it. We got it. Yeah. All right. Uh, I want you to hear this with uh, Craig Melvin, uh, President Joe Biden with Craig Melvin after his speech. Among these people, young people. Uh, CDC guidance this week about outdoor mask wearing. Yeah. A lot of folks excited that they can now shed these masks if they've been double vaccinated. Um, are, are you going to be one of these folks now? We no longer going to see the president of the United States outside with a mask on? Sure. Sure. I mean, but what I'm going to do, though, because the likelihood of my being able to be outside and people not come up to me is not very, very high. So it's like, look, you and I took our masks off when I came in because look at the distance we are. But if we were, in fact, sitting there talking to one another close, I'd have my mask on and I'm actually have a mask, even though we've both been vaccinated. And so it's 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 a small precaution to take that has a profound impact it's a patriotic responsibility for god's sake so we have now transitioned in in biden world in liberal world in leftist world from scientific to patriotic he and they cannot proclaim this to be a scientific precaution because there is precisely zero nil nada Zilch, donut, goose egg, zero scientific evidence that these masks stop the transmission of the COVID-19 virus among wearers in everyday casual conversation and use. Zero scientific evidence. So since there's no scientific, he converts it and transitions to patriotic. It's the patriotic thing to do, says the president. It's making sure that your wife, your children, your, if, you're, if in, in fact they haven't been vaccinated, making sure that they're not going to get sick. You're a liar, Joseph R. Biden. There is zero scientific evidence that it will, quote, make sure that they're not going to get sick. Now, having said all of that, And I started this really kind of impromptu. I just wanted to mention that I was sitting in a studio by myself unmasked because I'm not a nut. Um, But aside from that, are we not 100 days into the Biden presidency now? That's why he gave the address on Wednesday. We just hit the 100-day mark. I don't know about you, but I'm old enough to remember when Joe Biden declared, actually during his campaign... And shortly after he was declared the victor, I will stop short of saying one, 
but declared the victor of the presidential uh, race. Didn't Joe Biden say, I'm just going to ask all Americans to please wear masks for my first 100 days. If we just wear masks for those first 100 days, we will crush this virus and we will be back to normal. Do you remember that? I remember that. I'm betting, in fact, that if I wanted to, I could probably find audio of that because he said it many, many times. Just for the first 100 days and we'll be good. Well, then why, Joe Biden, are you sitting down on day 100 with Craig Melvin and telling him and everybody else you still have to wear your masks, even if you've been vaccinated? The damage that is being done to people is oftentimes unrecognizable. The damage that is being done to children with this ridiculous fear-mongering. It's not patriotic to wear masks on TV in a room full of other vaccinated, masked people. It is fear-mongering. It is fear-projecting. It is virtue-signaling. And it is damaging. You know, we're 14 months into this virus-slash-pandemic-slash-nonsense, and we know so much more than we did about the virus and the pandemic than we did 14 months ago. One of the things that we know, sure, it is a deadly virus to a very select few. And yes, in a population of 330 million people, 550,000 or so deaths that have been attributed to COVID but are not necessarily caused by COVID, we should always throw that caveat in there, throw that little liner in there that we, we don't even know if deaths were caused by COVID in so many of these cases. But um, it, is, it is a very, very non-lethal virus. Is it real? Does it cause people a lot of very sick you know, conditions and periods of absolutely? Of course, I know I had it. I know because my wife got it. I know because my daughter got it, and I know because my son got it. So I know. I'm in no way trying to claim that the virus, the pandemic, the sicknesses are not real. Of course they are. But at the end of the day, we have a virus that has a 99.5% recovery rate and a less than one-half of 1% fatality rate. And the vast majority of those in a senior citizen age range of people with comorbidities. So 14 months later, we know this. The CDC has also determined that the surface spread threat is virtually non-existent. Do you remember a few months ago when it was, if you get a package delivered from Amazon, let it sit on your front porch for 20, or 24 hours to 48 hours. Don't touch that box. It might have COVID on it. And they're still trying to spread the fear. I'm not biting, and I'm going to talk about the dangers as to why you shouldn't either next. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, 
I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free, I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. That latest PragerU video on critical race theory, by the way, is one of the best I've ever seen. And I think, and I've said this before, I've said this on my local program in Cleveland, Ohio. I've said it on other Salem programs, such as Larry Elder's. And I'll say it now on Dennis's. Prager U is the best thing on the Internet. Okay? That's <laughs> saying a lot, right? There's a lot of really good stuff on the Internet, good for a variety of reasons, whether they be entertainment or education or whatever. Prager U videos are the best thing on the Internet. They are educational and informative and entertaining. The animation is terrific. The one on critical race theory. Um, is simply spectacular. I played it in its in its entirety on my local program. I've played bits and pieces of it in other places as well, and I'll continue to. Just the education you'll get about critical race theory from that four minute fifty eight second video is 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 phenomenal. You need to check that out for yourself, and you also need to donate to keep Prager University videos coming online as they continue to fight lawsuit after lawsuit. Um, for, against those who have censored them. Bob France sitting in for Dennis 22 minutes after the hour. We are starting the program today talking about masking and talking about the uh, ongoing attempt to stoke fear and panic in the hearts and in the minds of the people. Despite no scientific evidence of masking actually stopping the transmission of the coronavirus, this is what, and Joe Biden, despite his promise, that if you'll just do this with me for a 100 days of my presidency, I promise we'll be over this. We won't have to do it anymore. Well, 100 days are here, and he is still telling everybody it's your patriotic duty. Not a scientific move, but a patriotic duty to wear masks anyway. Well, the response to that from several states has been, uh, stuff your masks right up your noses because this is not something we are going to do. Texas ended mask mandates and all COVID restrictions a couple of months ago. And two months of full-on incubation of any new COVID-19 cases in people without masks has Texas sitting at the very bottom of the nation in new coronavirus cases, despite no masks. Florida did the same thing. A number of states have responded in kind, and they have absolutely some of the lowest numbers in the country. They're in the bottom tier of new cases. We were told that this is going to lead. Dr. Uh, Fauci, the grand poobah of epidemiology, told us this is going to lead to just chaos, mass spread, and and death and disaster in all of these states that are lifting their mask mandates. After all, Dr. Fauci, after 16 flip-flops, says masks must be worn. And yet, in the places where they're not worn, they're at the lowest. And guess where the highest number of cases continues to come from? The worst spread of the virus continues to come in blue states with big daddy government solutions like mandatory masking, distancing, closed churches, closed schools, curfewed restaurants, essential uh, uh, businesses operating, etc., Gretchen Whitmer, Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan, has the heaviest hand, maybe outside of Andrew Cuomo, maybe Gavin Newsom too, 
of any governor. Everybody is required to wear masks. Nobody can be seen anywhere with, uh, with their faces showing. And nobody can really gather together anywhere unless it's a, an essential business in Michigan. And they, had, they have just massive numbers of outbreaks of new cases. There is no scientific, di- uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, not definition. There's no scientific justification is what I'm looking for for requiring these masks beyond what has already been done. And the proof is in uh, the states that have gotten rid of them. How tired are you of, of, I mentioned the danger, I wanted to express the danger, and I want to do that especially in the area of our children. You've got little kids, you know, kindergartners, ages five years old, you know, preschoolers in some cases, being forced to wear their, their masks to school. Little children who are learning to socialize, which is an extraordinary part of their brain and their psychological development, at a very, very formative time in their lives, are, are unable to see the faces, the welcoming smiles of little friends and little classmates, to see fear on the face of, of a child who may be intimidated, which is something that leads to other children into developing empathy. You ever see little kids go up to other little kids who are starting to get afraid and give them hugs? They can't communicate with one another. That little child can't even turn to and see a welcoming and warm, caring, empathetic smile from a teacher or an aide because the teacher has to hide his or her face. No social development going on. No, no, no. No real nonverbal communication going on that helps children to develop their own social skills. This is 14 months in going and continuing. These kids are in very serious danger. And no, this is the worst part, for no justifiable reason. This virus attacks children at the most minimal of levels. It is the opposite of the flu. The flu Generally, influenza during flu season attacks whom? Who's the most vulnerable population to flu virus? It's the very young and the very old. Coronavirus is half that. It's just the very old. The very young are getting infected at extraordinarily infinitesimally low rates, and they are transmitting it to others at even lower rates, including to adults. And yet, they continue to do this. And perhaps that is what led parents in Vail, Colorado. Or I'm sorry, I think of Vail, Colorado because of skiing. Vail, Arizona, beg your pardon. The Vail School District in southern Arizona on Tuesday was scheduled to discuss its mask policy after Governor Doug Ducey enacted a new executive order that lifted the state's order to require them in schools. In response to the meeting, the Vail School District did not want to follow that order. They wanted to institute or keep in place the masking policy. And in response to that, more than 100 parents rallied to the district uh, board meeting to demand that they drop the mask mandate per the governor's guidance. But just moments before the meeting was scheduled to start, you want to know what happened? The school officials bailed. 
they decided to cancel the meeting rather than listen to the concerns of the parents. They cited safety concerns. So in response, you want to know what the parents did? As the school board members fled the premises, the parents used Robert's Rules of Order to vote in a new school board in absentia. The old board members who bailed and completely abrogated their responsibilities were replaced by a new parent voted in board, and then that new board voted to end the mask mandate in all Vail schools. This is what activism looks like. Now, will that hold up legally? I don't know. But I love the story because I love the passion of the people to get their rights back. We'll be right back. Don't you get tired of commercials screaming at you to buy gold now with inflated promises on future values? In an unregulated industry, you need honest, real experts to give you solid advice to protect your wealth and top picks on the best coins and bullion. As environmental policy becomes a hot topic, one precious metal that's been significantly undervalued for years is potentially set to surge. Nick Grovich, owner of AmFed Coin and Bullion, has long recommended this precious metal. Up to 600,000 ounces of this rare metal will be needed by 2030 to produce green hydrogen. Nick is doubling down on this pick, and you should too. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion to find out more. I've been friends with Nick for years, and he's my go-to guy when it comes to coins and bullion. I trust him. That's a very big statement, by the way. Call Nick at 800-221-7694-800-221-7694, AmericanFederal.com, AmericanFederal.com. 27 minutes before the top of the hour, Bob France sitting in for Dennis Prager. I can't tell you how encouraged I am by stories like the one I gave you right before the bottom, or before that uh, last break. Um, Arizona parents just descended on, you know, it's funny, I, I talk about this in speeches that I give to local activist groups and organizations here in Northeast Ohio, and I tell people, make a pain of yourself. Be an ever-present thorn in the rear of school board members where you live. Demand to know what's going on. Demand to know if they're teaching critical race theory. Demand to know if they're teaching sex ed and they're encouraging children to switch their genders because it's trendy and cool and you have a right to. Demand to know if they believe that the United States was founded in 1776 and not in 1619. Be ever present for all of these reasons. Demand that your children get out of these ridiculous face coverings that rob them of their independence and their identities, and make them all just part of a room full, a herd full of nameless and faceless sheep. Well, in Vail, Arizona, that's what they did. A hundred, more than a hundred parents came down. Then the school officials decided to cancel the meeting. They called 911, and Pima County Sheriff Nanos told TV stations down there that a sergeant and four deputies showed up in just over a minute. The district said that the sheriff told the board to adjourn the study session because the crowd was uncontrollable. The district, the board, they lied. The sheriff said that did not happen. The board made that decision on their own, and crowd control was not an issue. So they decided to leave. And following the adjournment, the parents under Robert's Rules of Orders voted in a new board from amongst themselves. Then the new board members voted to end the mask requirement in all Vail schools. Whether this procedure to install new board members is legally valid remains in contention. 
But a Facebook account posted video of the meeting with this summary explaining the parents' position. Quote, Vail School Board violates Arizona open meeting law, refuses to hear from the people, and goes home. So the people hold quorum, call their own meeting to order, elect a new school board, and immediately vote to cancel the mask mandate, along with the voting to disallow any medical procedures being forced on the children or employees, i.e. vaccines. This is how you take back power from a tyrannical government. Great work to the parents of the students in the Vail School District. I cannot tell you how excited and encouraged that makes me. I mean it, and it should encourage and excite you too. Activism at the smallest and most local of levels is the way that you make things happen in big cities that, that own legislatures or that house legislatures that make our laws. And the people there in that school district uh, just came out, and, they, and you know the best part is they didn't even do anything wrong. They didn't threaten the existing board and say, get out of here, we're taking over. They just said, we want to be heard. We want our children to be out of these ridiculous face diapers. We want to free the face, as we say at the Citizens for Free Speech. Free the face. Burn the mask. They just wanted to be heard. And the board members, rather than hear and listen and discuss and debate, bailed, left the room, adjourned the meeting, and left it up to the parents to do as they wished. And the parents did what they wished. I am so excited about that kind of activism. Again, it was peaceful. It wasn't threatening. The sheriff and his deputies proved and acknowledged there was nothing, uh, no, pro- no problem with crowd control. The decision to leave, it, leave the uh, meeting room by the board members was made by the board members. It's extraordinarily important. Okay, I got my monologues out of the way. Uh, now I do want to hear from you. I haven't even given the phone number yet, and uh, Dennis's audience is so phenomenal. They're all ready to rock and roll. I see you there if you're on hold. Uh, I'm coming to you. If you're not on hold, you should be. Dial 8 Prager 776. That's 877 7776. I may have butchered that. Let me do it again. 877 243 7776. Your phone calls next on the Dennis Prager Show. Seventeen minutes before the top of the hour, we continue on the Dennis Prager Show. Bob France sitting in for Dennis live here in Cleveland, Ohio. The ReliefFactor.com studios of AM fourteen twenty. The answer and appreciate you being here. As noted at the top of the broadcast, I am in a room by myself and I do not have a mask on. It's it's uh, it's the way it ought to be in rooms in which there are crowds of people as well. After all, Joe Biden once said so. In addition to the masking issue, we will be discussing the vaccine issue and the vaccine passport. Big news out of Florida from last night. In Tallahassee, Florida lawmakers gave final approval to a bill that will go to Ron DeSantis' desk to stop local uh, governments in the state of Florida and businesses from requiring vaccines for people to work or shop or patronize or engage in buying and selling and commerce to travel, et cetera, et cetera, in the state of Florida. Florida continues to set the pace, among others, as a free state. What a wonderful idea. We'll talk about the vaccines as we continue. For now, let's go to the phones. 8 Prager 776. That's 877-243-7776. We're going to go to Maricopa, California. I didn't even know there was a Maricopa, California. 
I know about Maricopa County in Arizona, but Dick is there, so we know it exists. Hi, Dick. You're on the Dennis Prager Show. Go right ahead. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> Hello, yeah, Dick. I've been, I've been listening to your... I don't know if Dick uh, is able to hear me, but I know I certainly cannot hear him. Can you hear me? Now I can hear you, Dick. Go right ahead, sir. I'm on a I'm on a landline, not on a cell phone. So maybe that's the problem. I no, I think you're fine. Landlines are better than cell phones. Actually, we just had a glitch there, but we're good. What's on your mind, sir? Well, any, I'm following your your uh, discussion here about the mask, and of course, you know the uh, mask makers here and in China are making uh, money hand over fist. So uh, with all of the styles that you have, um, I, I uh, also consider them to be somewhat of a uh, a diaper, from what I've heard. There are other issues about that. But basically what I was uh, curious about is um, uh, how we have handled it here in the southern San Joaquin Valley. Uh, we have a, a very small town here in Maricopa, but we are we're mm-hmm. sort of a twin city to Taft, California. A lot of people think of uh, Taft, Maricopa, or Maricopa Taft as kind of a twin city. Okay. And I have um, I had an article here where Taft um, a year ago, the their council wrote a letter uh, challenging. Uh, this was a year ago, back in 2020, April, that they wanted to consider opening more stores. You know, more of the uh, essential yeah. stores that were closed because of the the rather adverse right. dictates by our right. governor. And California City also did similar things. Plus, we also have a a little uh, local prison that is kind of a breeding ground for that condition where you can't do social distancing and the like. Mm -hmm. So I I was kind of curious about how people have been reacting, especially in Taft. And in visiting some of the stores in Taft, I found that there were a couple of stores, especially a hardware store, and the parts, auto parts store where uh, the uh, the owners actually <clears throat> objected to the na- the masks <clears throat> and the, themselves not wearing masks. And I, I don't know if there's been any study done as to how these little towns, California City uh, and Taft and like, have ventured into this <clears throat> and how they've survived. How, what, what is, has there been a study on this kind of attitude that's been expressed. Uh, well, I yeah, you know, I, I can't speak specifically, obviously, to that t- to that town uh, any more than you can. You can certainly do it more by traveling into the Taft part of the Maricopa Taft or Taft Maricopa area. But I'll say this, just in a general, and thank you for your phone call, Dick. Just in a general sense, no. The answer is no, in a general sense, that there have been no studies that indicate um, any more effectiveness for mask wearing in the general population or less. Even like you, what you, you talk about a high risk area because of the, the presence of a prison there and close quarters and so forth and people who work there. Uh, then come out of the prisons and go into the general community and, and, and spread and so forth. There are no studies that have been done that indicate that masking is going to change all of that. And the main reason why is if you watch, just look, just watch TV. And what I mean by that is not the, not the, not the newsmakers, not the news presenters, rather, but just if you watch any crowds or any individuals being interviewed on TV in crowds who are people wearing masks, and just watch their hands. And, and you'll see it over and over again. 
people have loose cloth masks on, or even if they have the, uh, you know, the quote unquote surgical masks on, their hands are constantly adjusting it at their nose, putting it down a little further, putting it up a little further, moving it aside a little bit, scratching an itch underneath it, all the different things. There are so many gaps and pockets and so forth on people's faces in real time usage that any droplets that they are trying to stop from being propelled from a, 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 an infected person's mouth and nose and possibly into the air to be imp- impacted or to be ingested, rather, by somebody else, um, any chance of that protection is gone by the fact that they are not worn properly, used properly, or maintained properly, or kept in place. That's why the only, quote-unquote, science that masking works comes from labs, where they'll put a surgical mask, for example, on a dummy, and they'll make sure that their surface or the uh, the edges, rather, of the mask are all completely affixed to the dummy's face, and then they'll try to, you know, uh, put smoke or or some other su- sort of substance that can be seen and measured to see if anything escapes from it. And they're like, "Look at that! Nothing got out of there. The masks work. Everybody wear masks, and we'll be fine." And the reality is it isn't affixed to the cheeks and to the nose and to the chin and to everything else on every face. It can't be. That's number one. And number two, most of them aren't even those types of masks. They're cloth, which are just useless. The mask is nothing more than a panacea for the very afraid. People think, ah, there's the solution to our problem. This is how I won't get sick and die. Look at that. Wear a mask and make sure everybody else wear masks. It's a virtue signaler for those who like to control. And yes, it is a fear tool. It is a fear-mongering tool for those who wish to enact their will upon the people. So, sorry, I I didn't really want to just take one call in that segment, but um, this stuff is important. And we'll talk more about it right after this on the Dennis Green Show. Six minutes before the top of the hour on the Dennis Prager Show. Bob France sitting in for Dennis. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. Where are you? I know where Barbara is. Barbara is in Chicago, Illinois, and she's next. Hi, Barbara. You're on the air. Go right ahead. Hi, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. My pleasure. You know, it it is so distressing. Um, I should just never listen to NPR again. I heard two women... Um, This is what made me call. I heard two women sitting there saying to each other, you know, you go to this big gathering or this big event, you don't know who's vaccinated and who is. It's so complicated. Yes, it's so complicated. I felt like screaming. It couldn't be simpler. If you're worried, get the vaccine. If you're not, don't. End of story. End of story. Well, well, and here's the thing. You have to believe in it. If you are willing, or excuse me, if you are worried, as you said to, to these women, if you are worried, just get the vaccine. That should solve all of your problems if... You believe that the vaccine works. Now, if you say, well, that's not enough because I don't think the vaccine works, then why are you worried about telling other people to get a vaccine? <laughs> if, if, you're, if you don't think the vaccine's enough, then nothing is. How about the old-fashioned way where you just let the horses run? I mean, I grew up in a time where you, you let kids have the chicken pox, and, they, and then they got immune. I mean, now parents choose to get their kids vaccinated against chicken pox. We, I, I just... I don't know whether these women are ignorant or just pretending to be ignorant, and I don't know which is more disturbing, Bob. Well, it is NPR, so it's pretty much a coin flip there. Barbara, thank you for the phone call. I appreciate it. San Diego, staying uh, or getting back rather to California now. Jeanette, you are on the the uh, Dennis Prager Show. Sorry there. I almost gave uh, Larry Elder some credit. Uh, the Dennis Prager Show. Go right ahead. Hi, Bob. 
Well, you opened the show with Biden being on a Zoom call with a mask on, and you weren't completely flummoxed as to why, and I believe, I think I know the reason. Why is that? And that is that his handlers had to be in the room with him. He, he can't do a call like that with world leaders without people being right next to him, just maybe off camera, you know, making sure he... I, I, would, bet, right I would bet I would bet that he has off to the side of his uh, computer screen where he's doing the Zoom call the same screens that he has when he gives a speech. In other words, the teleprompter screens. His handlers giving him advice probably don't need to be in the room with him. Chances are pretty good they need to be. They'll be at a keyboard feeding that teleprompter so he knows what to say. And he probably also had an earpiece in being given advice. So you know, I get your point. I get your point, but I don't think his puppet masters are pulling his strings, being right next to him. They probably are doing that from another from another room. You have more faith in him than I do. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's just that, you know, you, you've seen him off script. This is the reason why, and we all, we all saw this a couple of months ago, he was uh, doing an interview, uh, or actually making a statement, rather, and then he said, okay, am I taking questions now? And they looked over to Nancy Pelosi and said, no, no questions, and they ended transmission. So, you know, they, they, they are absolutely controlling him, they're pulling his strings, as the saying goes. Uh, but I don't think they need to be next to him. No, I think Joe Biden is just virtue signaling and fear-mongering. He wears that mask because he thinks it makes him look better and smarter than everybody else, even in a Zoom call with a bunch of other world leaders. It projects weakness, and quite frankly, it embarrasses me as an American citizen that that is my representation to the rest of the world. One hour down, two outstanding hours to come, I promise you. Uh, 